Welcome to Wisdom Inspired, a podcast designed to help high achievers to eliminate burnout and overwhelm. Now let's prepare to open our hearts, our minds, and our notebooks to receive today's wisdom. Today's topic is the five truths about resistance. Five truths about resistance. We talked about resistance and the importance of resistance to the life of the steward leader, right? And so today what I wanted to do is I wanted to share some five truths with you so that as you um, are experiencing resistance, you can come to a place where you have a better understanding of its existence in your life, okay? Now, I won't say that these are exhaustive truths. I think there's probably many more, but they definitely are going to be great starting points for you as a steward, as a servant leader, to start evaluating the resistance in your life and starting to look at it from a different perspective, from a place of empowerment and enrichment, because all that God does in our lives is to bring us to a state of enrichment, empowerment, right? It is never to... uh, it's never to hurt us. It's never to condemn us. God doesn't condemn us. He corrects us, right? And his correction is to our benefit. And we have to be willing to understand that as humans, we have a nature in us that is always going to be in contrast to the nature of God that's in us, right? Because once we are born again spiritually, we take on that nature of Christ within us, and that is our spirit, and it's sealed. But our human nature is still fully present, right? Which is the fallen nature that we're born into this earth realm in as a result of the fall of Adam, right? So we are sinful by our human nature. None of us are exempt from that. I don't care how perfect you are. I don't care if you're the greatest philanthropist. I don't care if you're the nicest person in the world. I don't care if every person likes you and they think that you are the best thing since sliced bread. Your nature is sinful. There is nothing good in you outside of the spirit of Christ that is in you. That might be disappointing to some of y'all, but I'm not trying to send you off no bridge. I'm just trying to make you reestablish your hope. Because if you have been saved by Jesus Christ, then you are okay. All right? Just know that. You're all right. You're good. You're in right standing. But know outside and in and apart from that, there is nothing good in any of us. All right? So we're all on the same playing field. But understanding these truths, as I said, my hope is that they begin to help you examine the resistance that you may be experiencing in your life as a servant leader and gain a better perspective on them, right, so that you are not um, constantly being weakened by circumstances and situations. You're not constantly being tilted to and fro emotionally by certain things, right? Because I believe when we don't have an understanding of resistance, things that happen in our lives can cause us to doubt, question. It can lead us down this path, which is what the enemy's goal is. He wants us to not believe God. He doesn't want us to believe his word. He doesn't want us to believe his promises. He's not after our things. He doesn't care about any of our materialism. And the reason is because he didn't create any of the things that's material. So he can't do nothing with it anyway, all right, because he's not equal with God. But what he does care about is our belief. Right, We go back and you study his history as the fallen angel, it was that he wanted to be higher than God or to see himself equivalent, that all that God said is not enough. 
right? We need more. So he's always trying to cause us to doubt God, to think that what God has provided and God's ability to sustain us is not enough in our lives. So therefore, we'll set out on this useless quest of trying to cover and sustain and provide for ourselves in and apart from God, right, which we already have covered is not possible. We will fail. We're governed to fail because Adam took care of all of that. All right. So today, um, as I share these truths, the backdrop is going to come from the story of Joseph, all right? I'm not going to read the scriptures because this carries on from chapter 37 all the way, I believe, until um, all the way pretty much to 48 almost, uh, chapter 48 of Genesis, about Joseph. So I'm not going to read that, but there are elements in it, and I'll paraphrase the story. And at certain points, um, we'll see how they tie together in these truths. But I encourage you to go and really read um, the story of Joseph as from the perspective of these five truths today, all right? So the first truth is that resistance is necessary for growth. Resistance and growth are two sides of the same coin. If you want growth, you must embrace resistance. When we keep going with the same dedication that we started on a, on a task, even when things get complicated, we push through and we tough it out, we are embracing resistance at that moment, and growth is occurring. If you're a servant leader in some form of leadership, some form um, of where other people depend on you for your expertise, whether that's in your personal life or your professional life, because we're all leading people, because we're all influencing. Somebody's watching us at all times, okay? And they're watching our moves. They're watching um, our responses to a simple question as how is your day or how is your job going, right? Something as simple as that. If we aren't careful when we respond to those things, we're sending messages, right? And even in our ability to be careful, we're still sending messages, but we're not, we may not be as conscious and aware of the messages that we're sending. Like, I'm a jokester, right? A lot of things that um, I experience, I turn them into random jokes or sarcasm. Them, right? Um, I'm serious about them, but the way of processing them for me, that's how I deal with it, right? And so often it's sometimes when people don't know me well enough and I may give a response to something, it can come off as if I'm disengaged. It may be um, perceived that I'm the person that doesn't have compassion. But what I have come to learn is that because of certain experiences in my life, there is a level of resistance that has been developed in me. When certain things in life happen, I'm able to respond this certain way. I'm steady. I'm steady the course. And I have to learn that people are always sensitive to that, right? The more you serve people, people become reliant on it. And I have to be able to explain, not explaining or justifying my response, but being able to meet them where they are, right? Because they may not have the ability to have the level of resistance to that situation and circumstance the way that I do, 
right? And so you have to be cautious of that. Not that I'm going to conform to their way, but I may have to be uh, responsible for explaining my to, so that they can understand my response in a better way and I don't do more damage to them. I hope that makes sense. But this means that resistance is necessary for growth because as you mature as a leader, as people depend on you, they are watching you in situations and circumstances. And in order for you to be the expert, in order for you to be the point of contact, in order for you to be the project manager or the leader of something or implementing a process, people are looking for your ability to be steady your ability to be steadfast, your ability to critically think in moments where pressure is at its highest peak. But without resistance, without you having experienced some form of resistance in your life in certain experiences, how will you develop that ability, right? So resistance is necessary for growth. The second truth is resistance is a sign of engagement. As a servant leader of Christ, we are called to be engaged in a daily walk with God by our faithfulness to his word and our fulfilling of his will, right? But when resistance arises, the presence of resistance is a sign that we are actually engaged in that walk. I don't know about you, but I have had moments where I've wondered, am I doing God's will? Am I doing the thing that God has called me to do? And at one time, before God really uh, dealt with me and opened my eyes, I always saw resistance thinking that meant I had taken a wrong turn or that I was doing something that was outside of God's will because religion will cause us to believe that when we're doing something for God, it is supposed to be a smooth process, that there is not supposed to be resistance, right? Because religion does not embrace the fact of our first truth that resistance is necessary for growth. And so as I learned and as the Holy Spirit dealt with me, I was reminded that the sign of God that I'm fully engaged in doing something that is adverse to the enemy is the form of his ability or his 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 uh influence to bring resistance to the thing that I'm doing. So when we understand that this is a sign, we now can see that there is a working that's going on in us, whether we have emotional resistance to change, whether we're having an external resistance, um, whatever, or mental resistance, right? There is a transformation taking place. There are two uh, adversaries at war with each other, right? And that means that one has to come out over the other. But when we will embrace the resistance, when we understand that resistance is a sign that we are fully engaged in God's will, that we understand that I'm not wrong, I haven't taken a wrong turn, this has to happen, I have to experience it this way because it's the only way that I'm going to get to the thing that God is trying to do in and through me. We begin to now submit ourselves to the transformational work of the Holy Spirit spirit within us. Because see, the resistance is coming because our mind, our will, and our emotions of our human nature are being transformed to be in a line or like Christ, okay? So that is the reason that sign of resistance is our form that we have engaged in God's work, okay? Because the enemy ain't going to stop you when you're wrong. 
I'm going to tell you that right now. When you giving it to your flesh, the enemy ain't going to stop you. It is uh, it is full speed ahead. He will make you cuss that person all the way out with no resistance. He'll make you say that very thing that you feel like saying ain't nothing holding you back. That he ain't going to stop you, right? But when you know that you're doing God's will, when you're following the thing that God wants, when you're submitting to the work of the Holy Spirit in your mind, will, and your emotions, there is going to be a thing that causes you to pause. It's going to be a thing that may be coming up against you because the enemy doesn't want you to believe God. He doesn't want you to let God have the vengeance on others. He wants you to do it. He wants you to not trust that God's way is enough. Okay? So our third truth is that resistance forces us to examine the source of our pushback. Resistance will force you to examine the source of your pushback because the pushback or your rejecting of the resistance, your inability to uh, embrace it is coming from something. You ask yourself the question, what's annoying me about this potential change? Why is it I want to not do the thing that is saying this is the best option? Or what's unreasonable? about me trusting God to vindicate wrongs that's done to me? What's making me uncomfortable and causing me to push back? See, it's in moments that we stop and examine where our pushback or our inability to embrace the resistance is coming from will help us to identify and confirm the other two truths, right? It confirms that we're engaged in God's will, and it also confirms that we are growing, because we're examining ourselves, right? Scripture tells us to do that very thing. And the fourth truth is that resistance brings about success and prosperity. When, res when resistance is embraced, the momentum will usher us into a successful outcome and prosperous undertakings. The success and prosperity is the Lord's doing. It's not ours. We come to understand that God is who makes us successful. It's not about our abilities. It's not anything that we do, but he is working in and through us that causes us to find favor in the sight of others, okay? You, uh, we, there's a scripture that says, you know, your gift will make room for you. So today I put a tweak on that, that your gift of resistance will make room for you. See, because resistance has a momentum to push everything out of your way. So when you embrace that resistance, you are going forward, and there's going to be an outcome that is going to be more glorious than you could have imagined, okay? The fifth truth is that resistance will purge our hearts, purify our motives, intentions, our nourishment, and our desires. Resistance will change the thing you eat on, Right? It'll change why you're intending to do the thing that you're doing. Resistance will cause your motives to become real clear. Are you, by, are you motivated by self-desire? Are you motivated by what God is calling you to do? Are your desires your own, or have these desires been given to you by God? You'll begin to see that certain things don't taste good to you no more. Certain people don't taste good to you no more. Certain things don't sound good to you no more. So you'll start to refine the things that you're allowing to come into your senses. You'll begin to refine 
refine the people that you're spending time with. You'll begin to refine the reason that you're going after certain things or pursuing certain things. You'll begin to refine those things because God's desires will get placed in you, right? People say that that scripture that God will give you the desires of your heart. It's not that he's going to give you what you want. He's saying, I'm going to place my desires in you, okay? So we have to understand that resistance purges us. It purifies us. It changes our way of thinking, and it reminds us who is actually the architect of our success. It reminds us that it is God who causes us to prosper and causes us to be successful. It keeps us from having a high-minded, humanistic, and selfish attempt to create and manifest and manufacture our own ability to be seen as successful and purposeful and significant in the lives of others. We begin to give God the glory, understanding that we are fully dependent, reliant, and trusting on him for every single thing in our lives. And so you might wonder, how does this fit with the story of Joseph? Well, Joseph started with a dream, and he shared that dream with his brothers. But by the time you get to the end of the story, Joseph now interprets a dream. And when he interprets that dream for Pharaoh, he tells Pharaoh, it's not me who interprets this dream, it's God. See, in the beginning, when Joseph went and ran and told his brothers about his dream, he didn't acknowledge God. He didn't acknowledge that this vision had come from God. He didn't give him the credit, but by the time Joseph had been through the resistance and gone through all the things that he'd gone through, and the Lord was still with him because he remained faithful to God in the midst of it, that's how we embrace resistance, he then got to the end where he was appointed and the actual manifestation of what he had dreamed came forth. He said, it is not me that interprets, it's God that gives the dream. It's God that interprets the dream. So go and study that, and I hope these five truths on the truths of resistance will empower and equip you and enrich you to see the resistance in your life from a different way. God is having his perfect work in your life through this resistance. Embrace it, let it serve you, and you will come out on the other side better for it. All right, well, thank you for joining us. I hope this week of Wisdom Inspired has definitely encouraged you and inspired you we appreciate you and we will meet you back i hope you enjoyed the episode of wisdom inspired that was brought to you by the aac co-working community a virtual community designed to support female entrepreneurs business owners and freelance professionals for more go to wisdominspired.net